welcome to the Ministry at Scale podcast, where we discuss trends, learn from experts, and share practical tips to help your ministry multiply its digital impact. Today we have a special digital ministry conference edition of the podcast, where we'll replay one of the most requested sessions from the 2020 Digital Ministry Conference. In this session, we'll have a discussion on personalization at scale, and we get to hear from leaders in some fantastic ministries, Bot Radio Network, Family Research Council, Love Worth Finding, and Core Christianity. So go ahead, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. Perfect. Thanks, Kenny. And thanks for everybody who's showing up, who's participating in the conversation. Uh, it has been a, an action-packed day, action-packed two days, uh, and we're, we're not slowing down. So uh, thank you all for joining us. We have a panel that I'm personally very excited about, uh, Personalization at Scale. Uh, if, you, if you're familiar with 5Q uh, and Journity, you'll know that Journity is a website personalization platform uh, that we developed. And every, um, every panelist uh, on this session is a, really a, a power user of Journity and has integrated personalization into their ministry uh, very heavily. And so uh, we, have, we have, and also we've been asking everybody get your whole team on board. We've got something for everybody. This panel really represents many different parts of the team. And so you'll get to see their perspectives uh, and, and their use cases. So it's really exciting. Bring your whole team, uh, grab your lunch, as Kenny said, and, and really get, get excited for some good information. On this panel, we have Paul DeWint. Uh, he is the IT manager at Family Research Council. Uh, we have uh, Bobby, who is Bobby Lewis, who is the executive uh, vice president at Loveworth Finding. We have Andrew Hess, who is uh, the director of content at Whitehorse Inn and an editor at and the editor at Core Christianity, as well as uh, Andy O'Neill, who is the digital media manager at uh, Bot Radio Network. So. Thank you all for, for joining us and thank you for taking the time to uh, share your perspective. And we also have uh, Sam Reinerson, who is the marketing manager at Bot Radio Network. So we, we really have uh, the whole spectrum of roles in, in your ministries. And I'm really excited to hear from each of you, your perspectives and your insights. Uh, to start off with, I'm, I'm going to uh, pass it over to uh, Paul, Paul DeWint. You uh, really drove uh, the implementation of personalization within Family Research Council and kind of took it from an idea to uh, really standard operating procedure in your digital. Uh, and that's, that's unusual driving that from an IT perspective. Can you just go ahead and share a little bit about uh, what what got you interested in this and and what value you've seen and how you used it? Sure, Josh, I'd be happy to. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm an Oracle developer, and in the past, I've also been a web developer here at FRC. 
And uh, what got me interested in Journey was it was originally developed by a friend of mine whose father officiated at my wedding. So I had a high level of trust and I helped this guy. I let him put stuff on our website to kind of develop it. And then a few years later, Josh and uh, the guys at 5Q called back and said, hey, are you ever interested in using this? And I was. So what we did was we put it on our website. We started using it. And um, I, I want to address our usage from, from a technical perspective, because I'm not a marketing guy, as you're going to very quickly realize. I'm a tech guy. And, and what I like about personalization, the reason I've been really pushing it hard here at FRC, is because I'm used to developing applications, and then sometimes they don't get used a whole lot, and that's kind of a downer. So tech guys love to develop stuff that, that makes a difference and helps their organizations, and then you use it a lot. And with personalization, you're going to greatly increase the usage of your applications, right? Uh, for example, last year, FRC had um, a campaign to raise money to buy baby hats. And then we're going to take these baby hats and bring them to the, the, the floor of the House of Representatives and hand them to Speaker Pelosi. And this was a great idea, but it was a custom application to raise money. And it's just, oh, I, how long is this going to take? Well, we did it. We put the time into it and it went crazy. We raised a lot of money got a good, good traction with our donors. Then we put a waypoint out there for Journey to look at people who use frc.org, our corporate website a lot, and drive them to this campaign, put the campaign in front of them. And we raised enough money to pay for Journey for a whole year within weeks. It was astounding. So what I like about Journey is that you can use it. It's really easy to use. For the tech guys, you just have to put a JS call somewhere in your website and then you have to have your technical people, probably your marketing people learn how to use the interface. And then you can start doing these great campaigns where you look at your web users and the ones that you choose for, for high usage or repeated visits or whatever metrics you want, you can put things in front of them to increase their use of your web application. And I'll tell you as a tech guy, this thing is really, really easy to put in your website. Uh, and I'll finish by saying, we have been partnered with 5Q now for a year and a half. And they have been giving us technical or marketing support. We meet about weekly and they never fail to have ideas for how we can better use Journey, how we can better market our websites. So you don't just get a great technical tool. You also get people like Josh and Scott Anderson partnering with you to kind of give you ideas and surface ways to better use the tool. So that's why I love it. I think it's a great tool. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, just one quick follow-up on that. It, if there are people that are in the IT department and they're saying, man, I want to, I want to experience this, um, what, what is kind of one step they should take to get buy-in from, you know, maybe the marketing team or the development team or, or whoever to, to actually start testing things out? I think what you need to do is go to your marketing team and ask a question that any good marketing team will answer with a resounding yes. And that is, would you like to increase the user experience on our website and be able to track who visits us and what kind of content they like and then customize their experience so that's what they begin to see? And would you like to take our most, you know, our most active visitors and put further actions to support with donations or sign a petition or take other actions? I can't think of a marketing team that wouldn't say, of course we want to do that. And then if they say, but that's a lot of programming, we don't have time for that, guess what? I'm a techie guy, I do programming, and I haven't had to do any with Journey. We just put the pixel on there and learn the interface. Awesome. 
Thanks so much, Paul. Um, Andrew, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you next. Uh, you as a um, director of content at Whitehorse Inn and the editor at at Core Christianity, you've had kind of a unique experience in that that you guys looked really to personalization right from the start when launching Core Christianity and then also launching Core Radio. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what's your thought process and, and really how do you build in personalization from the beginning? Yeah, we, um, you know, Core Christianity is a website that kind of grew out of a book that Dr. Horton wrote. He wrote the book Core Christianity. And so we uh, turned, we had something there that we wanted to turn into a website where there'd be a lot of content available for, for people that wanted to explore the Christian faith. And it also now has grown into a radio program that's that's on Bot Network, uh, Sam's network there, and and also as available as a podcast. And so, from the very beginning, as we have been trying to develop core Christianity, um, we have been looking for opportunities to answer people's questions. As a radio show, the big thing that we're trying to do is answer audience questions. We're very audience focused, and as um, kind of in my career as a content marketer. I've seen the, the the great shift towards let's focus on individuals in our audience. What are what are the questions that they have? Who are they, and how can we design things for them? And so, from the very beginning, we knew that that was going to be a big part of core Christianity. And so, uh, as we've worked with the team at Five Q and the Journey tool, one of the opportunities that's given us is to look at in our Google Analytics and in the different things that are performing well, both on the website and, and on the podcast, what are the topics that people are responding to? We look at the performance on social media of articles that we're, we're doing. We're looking at page views, we're looking at users and, and really trying to boil down what are some content areas where we can provide a greater offering. And, and one, of the, one of the examples that we did is we realized, wow, we have a handful of pieces that are kind of in the realm of mental health uh, and depression. And it seems like anytime we run an article helping Christians think biblically about, about mental health issues, our, our numbers are higher. And so we decided to create a resource, an ebook download, nine things everyone needs to know about depression. And, um, and we, we developed that and started to offer that on the website and on, um, on the radio show. The cool thing that we were able to do in terms of personalization is work with the 5Q team and to start to offer that particularly to people that we knew were interested in that content because that's what they were doing when they were coming to the site. So we worked with Josh, we created a subgroup of our users who were clicking on articles in this realm, the articles that we were tagging, mental health, depression. And then we were able to use a pop-up to say, hey, you know, this, we don't, we, we, you know, don't we just kind of show, Hey, we have this other resource that you might be interested in and kind of using that knowledge, not in a, in a creepy way, but just wanting to provide add value. And what we've seen is that resources has done really, really well, um, better than many of our other resources, not only because it's something that people are coming for, but something that we're able to strategically put in place of those that, that really, really want it. And so, once we saw that work with that piece, we, there's been a lot of other content areas where we've created other keyword strategies. So it's not just something that we're doing in that lane, but we, we see like, man, this is like an infinite opportunity where we can create different, different uh, strategies for people that are coming to the site for different, different needs and, and, uh, and looking for different content. 
Yeah, I love that. Uh, you know, you talked a bit about really almost tying streams together, right? Yeah, with the keyword strategy, you have organic traffic coming in that's generating interest. Um, and then you're really able to develop your content strategy around that. Um, mm -hmm. I like that. And I think that's a really powerful combination. Um, so awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Bobby, I'm going to, I'm going to go to you next. And when we first started talking about personalization, uh, I mean, you looked at some of the fundraising stuff, we've got instant donate and that type of things. And you said, yeah, that's all, that's all great, but I want to really, really focus on, on ministry and how we can use personalization to, to drive real ministry impact. Um, so yeah, talk a little bit about that. Oh, you're muted. Yep, there now. We've recently been introduced to Journey, actually just within about the last six or seven months through some other conversations we were having, but my passion and my heart has been uh, how, to, um, how to use personalization to understand where different people are at different points on their spiritual journey, and then to be able to put the right content uh, in front of them based on, on what we know uh, about where they are. We are a broadcast ministry. We've been doing that for 33 years. And we're, we feel like after 33 years, we're pretty proficient at that, right? But what it is, it's one message for everybody at an appointed time. And the way you try to expand that message is you find other appointed times or you know, the, the, the game is trying to figure out what's the optimal time in a certain market to put one message, message out there. But now with all of the digital, capabilities and the tracking capabilities that are uh, that are available, we can actually put different messages in front of different people anytime based on what we know about them. And so we've been working for the last four or five months uh, with the journey or with the 5Q team, actually to develop a model. Most marketing organizations start with demographics. Everybody knows something about the digital funnels and all the things you're bringing people through. We've kind of added a piece of complexity to that because in addition to what we know about them demographically, or what we know about their content affinities, we're also now building intelligence that helps us know where they are in their relationship with Christ. Are they pre-Christ? Are they at the point of decision or relatively new? Or do we want to help them get grounded well through some core discipleship material that's put out to them? And so uh, I'm, you, you can tell by the pace of my voice, I'm jazzed uh, about this and we're excited about it primarily because our mission was never to be a television program. Our mission was to never be a pot content publisher. Our mission is to bring people to Christ and mature them in the faith. And we believe now we have some tools to use all of our content to do that. I love that. And I love, um, you know, kind of that, that continuum view. You can look at, at people's actions. And you guys, I know, are really developing a strategy for uh, where people are moving to, to move them towards growth, but also meeting them where they are, you know, maybe, maybe in general, uh, I'm really encouraged. I'm really growing. I've got my, you know, individual study time every day, but, but maybe today I'm, I'm just not feeling it. And I know that you're, you're actually building that entire ecosystem in where you can say, Hey, you know, today you might need a little extra encouragement and that's okay. Um, and so I, I really love the way you're thinking about that. Thank you. 
Uh, Sam and Andy, you guys have kind of a unique perspective uh, because you're actually working with multiple ministries uh, in multiple areas and, and, you know, on that broadcast model, making, making sure that things are personalized and you're reaching the right people. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how you guys use uh, personalization. Yeah, I forgot to uh, specifically request not to go after Bobby. I should have put that in my notes. Um, but just so you guys know who we are, Bot Radio Network, we're, we're a network of 120 stations that are all, all broadcasting Bible teaching, Christian news and information. Uh, and we operate as one company. So we have one website for all the stations, which means there's a, a ton of different reasons that somebody could be coming to our site uh, from all different regions. And so the big question for us has become, you know, how do we serve the needs, uh, the unique needs of those that are coming to our site? And what Journey has allowed us to, to do is to take what we can uh, learn about a person even before they've come to our site uh, and really serve them timely, relevant information. Uh, Andy's going to talk about some specifics, uh, but it kind of falls into a few different objectives. One just being internal promotions or information. Uh, like taking really high frequency users and putting them into like a feedback form uh, to help us improve the experience for everybody else. Uh, of course, ministry promotions, um, you know, how we can how we can equip listeners with resources from our different ministry partners um, or even, uh, you know, use Journey to kind of help ping people up the funnel. And so like we've, I've, you know, been talking with some of our, our partners about, you know, okay, if they get a, a free resource from your journey, they come to our site, how do we get them to a paid resource or a donation form? Because we know that about them. Uh, and so, then similarly looking at cross promotion. So we'd view ourselves as a trusted aggregator of quality Christian broadcasting. So the idea is that we have kind of these like programs and so if we know based on information that you uh, have an affinity for this broadcast, then you will, there's a high, likely, high likelihood you will like this broadcast over here. And so that's how we you know, try to shift people over to introduce them to other quality broadcasting that they may not know about. Um, but we can use Journey based on what we know about them uh, to help uh, funnel them along. So I'll, I'll let Andy kind of talk about some specifics uh, that we've done. Sure. Uh, one of the things I wanted to say before we started is just kind of how, how I think about this. And um, Journey is really good at transitions and transitions are hard. Uh, I have a daughter, this is not her, but uh, that is about this age. She's two. Um, I've been in youth development before and I've sat in trainings where they say, you have to help young people through transitions. And really transitions are hard no matter what age you are. And so when I think of Journey, I think Journey makes transitions during your journey easier. And so you think about going on a road trip, you know, you see the signs 70 miles to Kansas City, 40 miles to Kansas City, you know, one mile until your exit. It makes those transitions easier. And, and Journey does that in the digital space. So with that in mind, I want to kind of show you uh, three case studies that we do. Two of them we do now. One of them we're talking about, as Sam alluded to is that that on-site journey and so the idea um, during the the beginning of the COVID crisis we built a, a COVID resource mini site um, from from our different ministry partners so on the left here you see uh, truth for life's ministry page <clears throat> excuse me and so what we did is we said hey 
essentially we said, if you like Truth Life and you like Alistair Begg, click here and we have some resources that will help you through this pandemic, through this, this hard time. So that kind of kept them within our web ecosystem. These were on, this kept, us, kept them on the BRN website. Um, the next thing we did in continuing that journey is we said, um, hey, you're, you're here with, with uh, Alistair Begg, Truth for Life, looking at the COVID resources. Maybe you want to donate. So this, was, this is what I refer to as an off-site journey. So we, we, we showed a modal to them, a campaign that kicked them over to Truth for Life's site uh, to encourage them to make a donation. Um, in this particular case, we don't have metrics. We don't know how many people went over there and, and gave. Um, but it it promotes them, as Sam said, promoting our partners uh, to do donations. So those are the two use cases we're currently doing. There's there's kind of one we're talking about. Um, and in this case, I'll use Core Christianity as, as an example. Um, this is a, a campaign we're actually running right now uh, with Journey, uh, pointing people to a Gospel of John giveaway. And so the journey in this idea, in this cross-site journey, would start maybe at the Bot Radio Network website, and then we're sending people over to Core Christianity to request a uh, a book. They're giving away a, a Gospel of John. The idea that we're thinking as we're looking forward and using Journey is this through this cross cross-site journey, as people return back to the Bot Radio Network website, could we not then say? Um, Okay, we know these things about you. We know you 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 came to our website. You, we know you went to Core Christianity site and you requested a book, but you didn't give while you were there. So when you come back to us, we're going to give you an opportunity to give directly to Core Christianity through a Journey modal. And this is an option in in the Journey account uh, where this where this donation goes directly through Stripe, goes directly to Core Christianity's bank account, and it's it, but it's the idea of this journey that crosses over sites. Uh, to to engage users, so that's kind of uh, that's kind of what we're looking forward to in in the future. My timer's going off. <laughs> you stayed within the time. Nice. I nice tried. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And that that's really um, really kind of the the next level of personalization that you talked about. Really going across sites, across channels. We know that, uh, I mean, people listen from a lot of different places, right? Um, so building in that connect connectivity is, is really exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize this when we set up the panel, but I believe actually you work with all of the ministries on this panel uh, in, in one way or another. Uh, so that, that's really cool to see that perspective and, and to see that network um, grow. One of the things uh, that you highlighted quite a bit was the, the pop-ups. Uh, and also at this time, I should say, uh, this is when you guys who are listening should be asking any questions you have, drop them in the Q&A box. Uh, you know, these people are here to answer the questions. So uh, yeah, definitely do that. As a, as a follow-up, um, I'm gonna ask you guys to talk a little bit about what type of waypoints you use. In Journey, we call them waypoints, which is really just a personalized message. Uh, and, you know, in the examples you gave, uh, you showed a lot of pop-ups, which are awesome. We feel like those those get the most attention and re really drive the most results. But there's also um, a more subtle type of embeds and uh, 
Paul and Bobby, you guys actually use embeds quite a bit. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys talk a little bit about your thinking there and, and how you decide when to use an embed versus a pop-up. And, uh, yeah, I'll let you guys talk through that. Bobby, you want to go first? I went first last time. Yeah, our, our, um, uh, kind of the DNA of our ministry is we prefer and use frequently the embeds uh, over the, over the pop-ups. Um, I don't know what it is, but when something interrupts the experience that we're trying to drive people to because it's presenting a product or something like that, that doesn't always feel like the right place. And we're trying to figure out how to maximize and optimize that, for instance, like in our store or when they're looking at, at content that has related products. But the thing that has excited me more than anything is the use of the embeds because, again, you go back and take any mix of variables, what you know on people, you can present unique content. And so every way Web page is actually personalized to the person who is viewing that page based on what we know about them, and I lo I love that. I think that's I think that's beautiful. Uh, we are running a calendar or a fiscal year end campaign, and we have an embed. If you want to see an example of how the embed works, go to frc.org, and at the top, after you load the page, a very subtle little little section is going to kind of pop down and with a link. And that runs every time you load every page on our domain. And that's why we like embeds. We like getting that message with just a little bit of movement so that your eyes drawn to it, but it's not something where you're swatting mosquito with a two by four, because if you put a pop-up in front of them every time, they're gonna bail. We know that from bitter experience. So the, the waypoints that pop up, we will use for people who have done certain things that Journey tracks and we can profile and our, and our top visitors will get this and Medium visitors will get something else, but everybody can get the embed. It's subtle and we love it. So we, we use that on, uh, and we've never had anything like it before on our website. Yeah, Paul, and I'm going to piggyback on that just a little bit. If you go to our site, the embeds can be designed to be as small and unintrusive or as large as you want. We actually have two on the homepage of our site right now. The top promotes uh, weekly a live uh, streaming program that we do every Tuesday night. And that embed actually changes every day based on whether it's like watch tonight or coming this coming Tuesday or go back and watch the replay. And we don't have to do anything with that, right? It just, it just happens. And then we have, that, have given our marketing agency, our fundraising agency, kind of perpetual space on the home, home page. And so they can actually tune the fundraising messages to whether they know somebody is maybe just being introduced to the ministry or whether they're a longtime supporter or something like that. And that presentation changes based on what we know about that person's level of commitment to support our ministry is so that we're not putting um, intrusive messages in front of people at, uh, before it's time to do that. And we, I'm with you, Paul. We love the embeds. Yeah, we don't like the mosquitoes as much. <laughs> well, here in Michigan, we have a lot of mosquitoes to swat. Let me tell you, we get out the two by four. Uh, one final thing on the embed. Again, as a technical guy, a programmer, I didn't have to do a single thing. I just said to Josh, can you show us what this looks like? And it's there and it just works and it's great. So uh, that's one of the things I love about Journey. I've thought about how would I write the system myself? And I instantly think I'd rather just retire than do that. Forget it. This it's, it's a great system. Yeah. One, one thing I would add on the embeds that we've tried out is you can actually use the embed functionality to handle advertising on your site. 
So whether that's internal products that you want to put in front of people or external advertising, um, one of my sensitivities is, and I don't want people to get bogged down with, with too many strategies or, or, or ads that aren't, you know, are seeing the same ad over and over again. So we've used Journey to cycle through different advertising and we can make sure that a user isn't seeing the same thing over and over again. Um, and it's another feature that, that Paul mentioned that being able to control when the next time a user would see a pop-up, um, you know, there's, I think we have some strategies, Josh, that we've employed. That's like, I said, I don't want them to see another thing for 20 days. Um, where it goes, it was a new, like, and that's for like new users who are just getting to know us. Um, because I'm, I know there's a lot of sensitivity. There's some people that would be like pop-ups, um, you know, but, but I think if you do it really carefully and you make sure you're always adding value, what do you know about them and trying to put things in front of them that they would be inclined to do. We do the same thing with, we have a, what we call the inner core. And those are people that, that commit to, to give a, a monthly gift. We only do an embed to those who have already donated or, or bought a product. So they've already engaged with us at a, at a high level. And so, because I, you would never want a first time user to be slapped with, Hey, you know, become a regular giver. Um, and so there's things like that, the customization that really kind of make it a better experience. Um, so that's been something that we've really, really appreciated. Awesome. And yet to, to kind of um, carry on that, I know that you, Andrew, are, uh, you're dealing with multiple brands, right? Cause you have white horse in and core Christianity. And you're also handling multiple product types because you, you have your, um, the white horse and podcast, you have core radio, you have, um, downloadable products, you have, per, uh, physical products. How do you, uh, think about personalization in terms of different types of content? Yeah. So we, we really pay a lot of attention to how, what are people doing when they come to the site? Like when somebody comes to the homepage, where is that first click? So if somebody's first click is to the radio tab in the menu bar, like we can, we can assign them. This is somebody who at least at some level is interested in radio. And so we might give them a pop-up where it's like, listen to today's show where right from the waypoint, they can click and, and go listen to that day's, that day's broadcast. Um, so that's, that's one of the things that we've done. Um, I think in other, other things, like when we find some, we have a group of people, um, a subgroup of people that like to share our content. So you can, you can even identify people that are most likely to share something on social media. And so there are some people that get a pop-up occasionally, Hey, share this article where we know it's, it's an article that's been shared quite a bit. And so it's telling users that, you know, you're, you seem like a, you, we don't tell them we know this, but they're users who are inclined to share. And we put things in front of them that we think ever like that everybody's sharing more. So it's just kind of trying to connect the type of user with the content that, that kind of where everybody wins. And uh, we've seen a lot of those strategies perform really well. The other, other thing that, that we love to do is we do work with the team at Journey with Ben and, and the whole team and, and regularly get together and assess how different strategies are working. And so the thing I've really appreciated is, is to be able to do a lot of A-B testing where it's not just, well, let's try this and let's try this, but, but we come to meetings and it's like, well, we tried these three strategies, this one worked. So then we're going to, we're going to continue on with the one that's performing best. So it gives you a lot of data and a, a lot of different things you can tweak from, from the, the style um, to the messaging to all these things. And, and so 
for, for a marketer who loves to tinker and loves to the kind of like, man, if we can get one more percent click rate on this, this is a dream because we, we do that constantly. Excellent. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I see a lot of smiles on, on the screen when you mentioned AB testing. So I, I think that, <laughs> that is pretty popular across the board. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of testing, Andy, I know you actually, uh, you know, Andrew mentioned kind of tinkering with things. You actually do a lot of testing of different type of content in the waypoints and different things. I, I regularly uh, see a waypoint on bot radio and I think I didn't actually know Jernity could do that. So uh, how, how do you, how do you look at kind of these next ideas and, and really come up with ideas for, for what you should test or what you can try out? Well, it's kind of my nature. Sam would tell me this. I'm always trying to break stuff and push the envelope. And so, um, you, you know, it, it's, it's like, what, what do we need to happen? And can I make that happen with Jernity? Um, you know, one of the things we do, we've done uh, is, is we embed type form forms into Jernity. So type form uh, is a little bit different in form platforms is it gives you one field at a time. So your form is contained into a kind of a small container, which works perfect for Jernity. And so we get really, um, great response rates when we ask for comments or um, but one time I put a, a book giveaway in there and it just ran away and we we promised more than we had had inventory for because it it went away so fast um, but it, it's, just, it's just a great way to collect data in, in a in a type form and that's that's one of the things that's been I think kind of unique to what we've tried and, and really worked well yeah, I love that. And you are definitely on the forefront of innovating there. Um, you'll actually see uh, videos in a lot of waypoints. You can you can embed them. And the first time I saw that was actually a waypoint that you set up, Andy, as well. Uh, and we, we internally were like, wow, I never even thought of that. I didn't know that was possible. So uh, you, you guys are always coming up with great ideas like that and, and kind of pushing the envelope. I really appreciate that. So as we're kind of we're winding down, we're, we're coming up on time. I'd like to go through uh, and ask each of you, what is one practical step? If, if, if somebody's listening today, what is one practical step uh, to get started providing a more personalized experience uh, on your website? Kind of one thing that you can implement really quickly uh, and get testing. And I'm going to, I'm going to start with Andrew and just kind of go around in the order that you guys are on my screen. Yeah. I, I, there's a, a lot of things that come to mind, but I think, um, one thing I would suggest is, is really paying attention to what is working. Like what are, what are the things on your site that are already gaining a lot of attention and how can you go further with that? So maybe it's creating another product or a, a more detailed product or a video, but just taking what's already doing well, and, and providing something that's going to be even more appealing to the people that like that um, is a great step in the right direction. Yeah, that's great insight. Um, and you can really, I know you guys do this all the time, you can really pull in data from other sources as well. So, you know, what's working in your Google Analytics is a great idea on what's going to work when you start personalizing things. So looking, looking at all of your data sources and bringing that in, that's excellent. 
Uh, Andy, you're you're up next. Well, I just I kind of build on that, and I and I've done this um, with two different organizations that use Journey. Is actually create a map. It's like what what is what are the journeys we want people to take on our website? Uh, so they're brand new. What what's the next thing we want them to get to? And so we actually map this out, and it it it's a great way to start discussion and figure out. You know, sometimes you know one leader in the organization goes, "No, I want them to do this next," and the other person's like, "No, no, they should do this next." So it kind of sorts some of the things out, but it it maps out what you want to do, and then then you just start building campaigns uh, from that map. If, if, if I could give mine just to kind of distill Andy's down even a little bit more is just even to think, okay, what's, you know, what, what's step one for a, somebody who's already been to our site before and what is step one for somebody that hasn't been to our site before? So, I mean, even, even just to, to boil it down to a, you know, a new versus a return user, what, like what's step one. And then, I mean, the great thing with journey is you can get to step 48 if you want. Um, but even just bring it to those two groups, what's step one on either side and, and go from there. Yeah, I love that. And uh, you guys hit on kind of two of my, my favorite topics. Um, so I'm going to add to it is one, one is intentionality, right? A lot of, as, as we create these ministries, we have a real mission and a real purpose. Uh, but often when it gets to digital, we just start putting our content up there uh, and say, people will come to it, right? We don't have a focus and mapping out those journeys actually allows you, um, it, it allows you and it forces you to be more intentional in the way you think about your content and in the way you, you think about how you structure your site. Uh, so that's, that's really insightful and, and really thank you guys for sharing that. Uh, the, the other part, uh, Andy mentioned, you know, you have one person saying no, they should go here. One person saying no, they should go here, and you have you have a, you know a lot of people in the room. My background in e-commerce um, is really about A/B testing, and that's why I smiled, Andrew, when you mentioned A/B testing. Is because I can't count the number of times I've been in a room and people will say, "No, this is a better headline," or "No, this is a better color," or "This is a better font," uh, and at the end of the day, all of that comes down to personal preference, right? If you can take all of those ideas and throw them in an A-B test, then you can actually say, this is what's, what is better. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to drop off my soapbox there, but, uh, yeah, you, you hit, hit a, uh, <laughs> an ideal spot for me. So, all right, Paul, uh, go ahead. Well, I'm a database guy, so this might be a bit of a boring answer, but Remember, if you want to do personalization, you have to know who your people are. And the way that's done on the web is through IP address. I will point out that Journey looks at public IP addresses and seeks to track what they do. If you have those IP addresses, there are other places you can go to append things like names, address, emails. There are places you can go to say what kinds of people are these in terms of supporters or what they want to buy or donate. But it all starts with you've got to track who the people visiting your website are and then once you have that big data set, you can start doing a lot of cool personalization, both with Journey on your website and perhaps in other digital ways and direct mail campaigns and so on. So my answer is collect data. 
Awesome. I love that. And I know that you guys uh, and, and really everybody on this panel, but think about that connectivity. Um, if you were in, uh, in the fundraising session, breakout session yesterday, Brad Davies said, you know, the one thing you have to look at when looking at tools is they have to play nice together because really, you know, everybody, everybody has their own tech stack that they work with. Um, and if you can't get that information from, from one space to another, uh, then it, it's not going to be as useful uh, as it could. And so I really appreciate collecting the data, but also how you guys view moving the data through your entire system. Awesome. All right, Bobby, go ahead. Yeah, everybody has said something that I would say, yeah, that's a good first step. And yeah, that's a good first step. Yeah, that's a good first step too. And what I really think the best first step for us was a synthesis of all that. As a ministry, we're used to preaching the gospel, right? We're used to telling people what truth is. But people don't always receive it the same way that we say it. And so when people come to your site, they do what they want to do. We have in our mindset what we think they are doing but collecting data shows what they really are doing in spite of what we say. And so we have to be truthful and open about the data that comes in. But the magic occurs when you take what they're doing and take the map, the journey that Andy was talking about just a minute ago, and find creative ways to bring those together so that you lead the horse to water. You do everything you can to say, drink, 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 drink. But ultimately knowing it's going to be their decision whether to drink or not. If I can add a little nuance to that kind of last two or three comments with, with the mapping thing and the A-B testing thing, there's a couple of ways that can go. It can be, what does the organization want them to go, the route they want to take? And then go look at your Google Analytics and see the route people are already taking. And that may be two different stories. Usually is, quite frankly. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm actually, I'm going to ask you a follow-up question on that, Andy. Where is, where is your go-to places to find those differences? Um, and then kind of how do, you, how do you bring them together? Well, uh, Google Analytics has a good traffic flow uh, view. Um, and and that's, that's where you look at there. And that can, you, can, you can kind of get lost in that. I would say first steps, don't get lost in that. Look at the, the big blocks and the big steps people are taking. And then uh, you know mapping those, and then and then what are kind of the organizational logical steps um, that you want want people to take, and compare those. What are the people already doing? You know, A/B testing is listening to the people. Google Analytics is listening to the people. What are they already doing? And then what would you uh, add to that, or what would you you know like to do to engage more based on what they're doing? Fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a really great insight. And we do have, uh, we do have one question come in. Uh, does Journey get into the social space or just the website? Um, and I'm, I'm going to start with, uh, Journey is actually a platform that, uh, does personalize the content on your website. So it'll, it'll connect data to other places, but it is focused just on the website. But I know, um, a lot of you have been doing additional things. Andrew, you had mentioned really looking at users that come from social spaces and encouraging them to share and that type of thing. Can you just uh, kind of answer a little bit about, explain a little bit about what you guys did there 
um, and, and how that's worked for you? Yeah, we, um, we, we tested out a strategy where we knew there was, there are certain pieces on our site that were getting a lot of shares and you can look at certain, which shares are a little different than, than the stuff that you get out of Google analytics, but you can use different tools to kind of get a sense of across, across Facebook, what, you know, what pieces on your site are getting, you know, different shares. And so once we identified some of those, um, we decided let's, let's, you know, and, and employ a, a pop-up strategy where we're asking people. Um, usually, I think it was the way we did it was when people would come to that page, they would we would make sure they made it to the bottom so they read the entire piece. Then they might get a pop-up like you know share this. So so again, making sure that we're not asking too soon. But usually, you know, if a user makes it to the bottom of the content, they've read the whole thing. You know, you've kept their attention, and and so. Um, they might be looking to share it anyway. So, so again, just making it really easy for them. They didn't even have to say, where's the, where's that share button? They just, we just put it right in front of them, share this on Facebook. And when they would click that, it would, it would go and go right to their Facebook. Um, so that was an integration that was easy to do. That's awesome. And I, I really liked how you, uh, you know, you mentioned these are, these are people that probably already wanted to share anyway. And you're just making it easy for them. Um, uh, Stephen Boudreau said uh, in in one of the one of the talks, inefficiency is the biggest enemy to generosity. Right? Really, the concept behind this is making it really easy for people to do what they already wanted to do, and just removing that friction. Uh, so I I really appreciate you know your insights there and and the way that you thought about that and the way that you talked about that. Um, thank you gentlemen so much for being on this panel and uh, really also thank you for putting such an emphasis on personalization in your ministry to provide an experience uh, that people will like and that people will uh, continue to come, in, come back and continue to grow. So I, as we close out, uh, I encourage everybody to uh, visit Core Christianity, FRC, Love Worth Finding, Bot Radio, engage with the content there um, and see what a difference a personalized experience can make. Thank you all. Uh, Kenny, I will, I'll bring you back on and, and turn it over to you. We hope this discussion gave you some great new ideas to try out and a framework for thinking about your website as a personalized communication opportunity rather than another broadcast channel. If you want to give personalization a try but aren't sure where to get started, we've designed a seven-day personalization challenge to give you step-by-step -step instructions and it only takes a few minutes each day. Go to journey.com forward slash personalization challenge to get started for free. That's J-O-U-R-N-I-T-Y dot com forward slash personalization challenge. We'll also have the link in the show notes. We hope to see you there. And remember, if your digital is done right, it's always personal. Mm -hmm.